0: Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek seeking, you will find Because Bigfoot is a state of mind Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind Hey everybody, uh, welcome back to the Hidden Zoo Where every week we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist Except for the last, how many weeks?
1: Yeah, what happened, did you play stuff for the last weeks? No, (laughs) I didn't have anything to play. You ran out of ran out of archived episodes yeah. of podcasts. I mean, from I, years ago.
0: I only have so many on on this computer, and none of them except the two I picked are actually Bigfoot related. Uh, <laughs> so the last episode that went up was our review of the man who killed Hitler, and then the Bigfoot.
1: And What's great is that you had examples of a different podcast we did that was also about Bigfoot.
0: Yep. Okay. So it's been since June third. So it's been a month Honestly? and a half. Yeah. yeah, not not as long as I thought.
1: We lost all our listeners.
0: Uh, actually, forty people oh. downloaded the Bigfoot episode. The, the, the Bigfoot episode, the man who killed Hitler, and then the Bigfoot episode. How many people did? Forty people. Forty. And wow. that's that's up since uh, last time I checked, a couple of weeks ago. So huh. we must we we gained a couple of listeners during or our fallow just period.
1: Just dying to listen to our thoughts. Yeah. On a weird indie movie about Bigfoot.
0: Yeah, a weird indie movie that people thought it was a good movie but i'm not sure well like, i don't think it was a bad movie
1: you think any of them are related to sam elliott
0: yes all of them are in fact sam elliott just downloaded it four times on four different devices
1: Say, so how many people were on that crew
0: it was, let's see sam elliott and the guy that played his brother and ron all livingston it. <laughs> they all did they just have a google alert set for the title of the movie
1: right now there's a key set pa writing a scathing review of our podcast <laughs>
0: It's okay, at least it's a review.
1: <laughs> yeah, that- just make sure you review it and like it on iTunes. Yeah, rate
0: and review. Reviews help us move up the charts where we can reach more people with our scintillating conversation. Oh, anyway, I'm I'm Don, and that's Blake. Hi, that's Blake. Good.
1: Yeah. Um, Blake, does it matter if it's negative if you review it?
0: Uh, probably. I bet one stars don't move up the charts. No. Review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. You can download it at Stitcher or Apple Podcasts or anywhere where you get your podcasts.
1: Anywhere podcasts are sold.
0: Anywhere pods are casted. <laughs> I can't take credit for that. I stole that
1: why from. Is it called, behind Podcast? the bastards is it because of the iPod. That's what I always assumed. Guess I've no. That's never occurred to me. Is why is it called that? I assume it's because of pod. The iPod. Yeah,
0: like it was the original high volume MP3 player and got people back into talk radio.
1: It's the original, the very first one was exclusively about pod people.
0: Oh yeah, that would make sense too. It was just not, a long not, form review of Invasion of the Body Snatchers.
1: No, it's not. It's not Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It's the lesser known ET ripoff, <laughs> whose English title is The Pod People. That's actually an Italian-Spanish co-production.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say Mac and Me.
1: <laughs> oh, this one's way better than Mac and Me.
0: That's not saying much.
1: It's like El Extraño Nuevo or something. <laughs> okay I'm, My Italian isn't great
0: Yeah, uh, it's probably better than mine
1: Well, it's very, very well riffed in Mystery Science Theater ah. It's one of my favorites
0: um, so it's
1: the one with, uh, with Idiot Control now, the amazing song I Haven't seen it And allegedly, it's uh, said that the is at the end of the song, the the character in the film They're like, what'd you think? And he smiles and gives a big thumbs up and goes, it stinks. (laughs) And and allegedly the creator of The Critic is a huge Mystery Science Theater fan.
0: And that's where he got...
1: So maybe... It stinks. That's where that comes from. Maybe.
0: So we we were out for so long because Blake was working on a movie in Seattle. Was. Was. Sorry, yeah. He was working on one. Now he's home again.
1: Yep. Back to being unemployed.
0: Yeah, but... It's okay because now we get to talk again and over yeah. like uh, uh, video chat and not just texting.
1: You know what's cooler than jobs podcasting? Yeah, it is fun. I'll give I'll, yeah. I'll you that one. Yeah, it just like, doesn't pay very well.
0: No, it doesn't pay at all. In fact, it has cost me money.
1: Yeah, podcast cost me money for a month too. Yeah,
0: at least you got free meals. I,
1: that's why you can't. Yeah, that's true. We got sponsored.
0: Hmm.
1: No. So we get to eat.
0: I need to find I need to find a sponsor, just like not stamps dot com or some crap like that. Like I don't know, what's a good sponsor?
1: One of those food companies.
0: Yeah, like a food truck, just a local, just an Indianapolis food truck.
1: That'd be a good one.
0: Like, I went to a good one the other day. I went to a Cajun food truck. I got a po' boy that was better than the one I had in New Orleans last year.
1: Are any of them cryptid related? I don't know. Is that like a Chupacabra taco truck or a? I
0: don't know. Let me Google it. Indianapolis food truck. Somebody has to have a repository somewhere. Big Jerry Indie food truck. The New York Slice. KG Slider Station.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, guys, it's a stinky Yeti truck. I love that place. Well, here's
0: one called Beast.
1: <laughs> beast?
0: Yeah. Uh, Big Ron's Bistro.
1: <laughs> the Bistro spelled like beast?
0: No, that's a different one beast is returning 2009 their website just has a just a sitting just like a little placeholder page caveman truck okay
1: i want to if you find the beast truck it doesn't have food but it's just a promotional vehicle for the k-pop band
0: (laughs) (laughs) the pretzel (laughs) wagon oh fuck yeah
1: pretzel wagon
0: pretzel wagon uh Wild boar barbecue, Sasquatch. Pretzel
1: pretzel Kampfwagen. (laughs) So it could be the pretzel assault vehicle.
0: Oh, I thought you said pretzel Kampfwagen, like the pretzel struggle bus.
1: (laughs) Well, I guess it translates multiple ways. Okay. You did say that. In reference to a tank, it's more of fighting.
0: Pierogi love Indie. (laughs) We Thai Mobile Kitchen That's like It says it's Thai cuisine But I would expect a man To just come out And just like
1: just spin, spin kick, kick me
0: Yeah exactly KG <laughs> <The> Slider <laughs> Station kitchen. Gobble gobble Guess what they serve
1: Oh, Turkey burgers
0: uh, No just turkey legs and ribs oh. Kaplinger's Fresh Catch Chef Dan's That's where I ate Chef Dan's fucking the Shit so good
1: I had a po- You had a, a catfish po' boy I had a shrimp
0: po' boy had really good remoulade on it. Far out, Freds Gaucho's Fire. Nope, nothing cryptid related. Uh, darn. Yeah.
1: Come on, Indianapolis. He needs a cryptid-related food truck to sponsor uh, us um, talking for an hour. I
0: think, I think we need a cryptid first. Do we we don't.
1: Which Which one do I really associate the most with? Indiana. Mobile food kitchen.
0: Oh. Beast of Busco? What
1: was the What was the Laser Dactyl? That one was cool.
0: Why is he a mobile food kitchen?
1: I don't know. He'd look cool on the truck.
0: <laughs> Good point. Okay. Ooh, pink walrus. That sounds like a cryptid.
1: That's pretty close. Yeah.
0: Ooh, it's a self serve uh, froyo bus.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah. Self-serve
0: oh, this is great. They just have shit like all the toppings, and then the the little the little soft serve machine just built right into the side of the bus. That's pretty smart. That's amazing. Where are they going to be next? I haven't to throw you in a minute.
1: Got one of those heat maps. You can tell where they're at.
0: Recommended by two people. Uh, come on, Pink Walrus. Where are you going to be? Oh, they're in Lafayette. They're not even in Indy. I was in Lafayette yesterday. I could have gotten Pink Walrus. God damn it.
1: It's a pretty good idea.
0: Oh, well. Yeah, it was probably really expensive to put together, though.
1: Maybe it just used to dispense something else, and they converted it to Froyo. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, yeah. Because th- this was this used to be the the, the bus of poo. These, <laughs> these poo machines just pull just the crank. Like the... The... I like your idea I, yeah, because what the fuck else comes out of a soft serve machine? That oh oh that bus is perfect for my yogurt truck.
1: It's but... already got a tank and some hoses. <laughs> Oh, it used to be a
0: fire truck, and now we just spray froyo high pressure onto people's houses.
1: <laughs> this thing tastes like styrofoam smells.
0: <laughs> Shut is up! You already just, paid. No refunds.
1: Is this food safe? Yes, well, it is now, according to the state and county we're in.
0: <laughs> okay, so you ready for? Uh... Really? As long as you
1: don't eat more than two servings, you're, you'll be fine.
0: Yeah, two servings in your life. <laughs> Third one will put you over the edge.
1: Yeah, I watched Chernobyl.
0: I'm, I right. I'm uh, I think just it's two episodes good. in. Yeah, it is really
1: good. <clears throat> Chernobyl. Chernobyl. I don't think it's Chernobyl. Chernobyl. At least in the show they pronounce it Chernobyl.
0: One of my, one of my oldest friends, uh, he... Has long been an advocate of nuclear power, and whenever he tries to talk about it, people's argument against it is always, "But what about Chernobyl?" And so whenever whenever he and I have an argument, well, not even like whenever one of us is presenting a point, and the other one wants to like fill in the shitty dumb counterpoint, we're just like, "Yeah, but Chernobyl." (laughs) Like, well, okay, like uh, why can't we just you know have some common sense gun laws? Yeah, but what about Chernobyl? (laughs) <laughs> yeah okay what
1: about it don
0: well uh it was really bad and and okay. radi- radiation
1: And fukushima not good
0: no but and and three mile island not nothing happened almost, nothing.
1: almost not good
0: yeah like <clears throat> none of them were good but none of them also had any terrible long-term effects
1: oh unless you're belarusian or yeah, but who Crain cares? Or yeah. live anywhere near there.
0: <laughs> if you live near it, yeah. but Or if you just decided to go poke the elephant's foot with a stick. Yeah. Because, hey, it's, it's <laughs> only like 2.3 Röntgens per hour. It's fine.
1: It's not so bad.
0: No, it's not it's good.
1: It's like a chest x-ray, right?
0: Yeah. You're like, oh, hey, but that's, that's where this meter maxes out. Just shut up. It's fine. That
1: was fucking t- terrifying. But the guy's like, "Oh, that's all it is." They're so like, "Oh, well, that's all the that's all the higher the meter we have goes to." still, <laughs> oh, well, it's who not, cares? It's not intended to measure the silly amount of radiation. <laughs> it's like the meter only goes to ten. It's more like a fifty that we're trying to measure.
0: Yeah, but it says ten, right?
1: Yeah, that's that's not so bad, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, but it only goes to ten. Yeah, but it still says, when it says ten. So So that's
1: just the highest amount, right? Yeah,
0: we're fine. (laughs) No, there are better meters. What? Sorry, I didn't hear you. I'm over here fixing things in this plant.
1: Also, my insides are melting.
0: I love the end of the first episode when the guy walks in and he's like, yeah, everything's fine. (laughs) Brr,
1: dead. Yeah, right so in they front of you everyone you recover for about 10 minutes and then you just turn to mush
0: you hear that Russia is doing their own version because they are not happy with HBO's American version <laughs> and it's gonna be about their own conspiracy theory of how the CIA actually caused it to happen
1: and then does Putin come in on a horse and shirtless fix everything probably they just lower him by helicopter into the core and he fixes it with his dick
0: yeah <laughs> he just That's fucks absurd. the hole closed <laughs> So you ready for a really fucking dumb cryptid? Sure. So uh, this may be the dumbest one I've talked about. And, like, I talked about Mothman. Yeah,
1: that's a pretty dumb one.
0: This It is kind of Mothman adjacent. It's that level of stupid, though. So, I I mean, it makes sense that it's very stupid. But we're not in West Virginia for this one. We're actually uh, in Washington, where we just were a couple of months ago. We're gonna we're gonna go back to Mount St Helens for
1: wait a minute a Mount St Helens monster
0: yeah we're we're gonna
1: is it any kind of bug parts
0: no hmm. you'll know exactly what it is as soon as I tell you the name because it sound it is exactly what it sounds like
1: it's exactly what it sounds like it's
0: the bat squatch bat squatch bat squatch <laughs> yeah it's a bigfoot with bat wings. <laughs> But bat really, squat, like it, the descriptions vary. Uh, apparently, sometimes it's just a Sasquatch with wings. Sometimes it has a squatch body with a bat head, and then sometimes it has a wolf head. But I wonder if people just confuse a bat head with a wolf head because maybe it has like a flying fox style bat head and not like a like a <laughs> vampire bat head or a leaf nose bat head.
1: Oh man! When I I googled this, the, some of the pictures are amazing.
0: Yeah, so people have spent a lot of time drawing this thing.
1: I don't understand vertebrate evolution too well, but... <laughs> there aren't a ton of hexapods around.
0: No, hey, it's not... It's not they're not arms, they're wings.
1: It's well, some different. of them follow the typical tetrapod vertebrate body layout of the arms evolved into wings and mm-hmm. then it has legs. Most of them, it's more like a medieval dragon where yeah. it's got all four legs...
0: And then wings yeah, on the
1: back, right? Um, fucking, fucking tradition of, <laughs> of vertebrate evolution. Sure, don't worry about it.
0: That, well, that's why George R. R. Martin made the dragons only have four limbs in Song of Ice and Fire because he is really annoyed that fantasy dragons don't follow vertebrate
1: evolutionary <laughs> patterns. Yeah, which I believe is technically a wyvern. Is that correct?
0: I don't know. So, <laughs> Bat-Squatch.
1: Um, actually... Um,
0: actually, this is not a dragon. It's a wyvern.
1: A so... Wyvern. That sounds way dorkier than a wyvern.
0: I know. That's why I said it that way. <laughs> so, depending on who sees it, it looks slightly different. But it, they all agree that it's a giant, humanoid, hairy beast with humongous, leathery bat wings. And it flies around the Pacific Northwest. Now... Sure. For some reason, every article i found ties it to the 1980 eruption of Mount St. Helens.
1: Oh, it's disaster related, okay. just like Mothman. But here's
0: <laughs> Mothman. Mothman. Hi, my name's Vern Mothman.
1: Yep, I was going to go with Hugo Mothman. Hugo
0: Mothman, I can do you taxes for a very reasonable rate.
1: Part of our line of stereotype, crypt- stereotypical cryptids. <laughs>
0: Hugo Mothman, the Jewish stereotype attorney at law.
1: I will get you money. (laughs) Did a bridge collapse on you? I'll get you money.
0: No, I didn't cause the bridge collapse. I was just in the
1: area. I didn't cause it, but I was part of a class action lawsuit that got you money.
0: Money right now. Do you need a structured settlement today? I'll get you cash now, Hugo Mothman.
1: Call Hugo Mothman, maybe. (laughs) How about? why not give it a try why not call me why not
0: Uh, let's say we zoidberg now (laughs) why not hugo mothman (laughs) so here's the thing though like okay so it's a disaster related cryptid except it's not like fucking mothman where two people saw a sandhill crane and then six months later a bridge collapsed uh the the sasquatch excuse me the Bat Squatch was not sighted until 1994 So it's just like...
1: A little bit of a latency period. Yeah,
0: it was like seen around Mount St. Helens, and they were just like, well, it must have something to do with the only other famous thing to ever happen at Mount St. Helens.
1: (laughs) Is that the only other famous thing?
0: Uh, Probably. But, like it's the most famous thing when you think about Mount Saint. Helens, you think about oh, the disastrous fucking eruption that it destroyed the once. top of the mountain, so even if it's fourteen years later, uh sure, why not? He caused that or he came out of it or whatever uh oh, and Dude, also he- also, the first sighting was actually near Mount Rainier That's a more like <laughs> like, okay, we're just a hundred miles away and fourteen years oh, late. God. Yes, it's the Mount St. Helens bat Squatch. It Came came out of the mountain when it blew up.
1: Does he leave big footprints of of volcanic ash dust?
0: <laughs> I hope so. Nobody ever. Nobody mentioned any footprints. Uh, the uh, in any of these flies. It, yeah. Well, but it landed in all of them. It was on the ground. No, in all but one of them it was on the ground at some point. So the, the first one so, Okay, uh, it was by Mount Rainier, but not Mount St. Helens. But whatever, it's okay. Uh, And it was an 18-year-old high school senior named Brian Canfield in 1994. And he was driving his truck at night along a remote and forested highway. Because, of course, he was. And guess what happened to his truck? Guess what his truck did?
1: Did he almost hit it?
0: No, 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 no. We haven't gotten to bat squats yet. What happens to your truck?
1: Oh, they break down. Yeah, just broke down.
0: Just happened to broke down. And, and of course, it was. it's reported that it was in perfect working order, and it just it wouldn't oh, turn on. started. Yeah, and it just wouldn't well,
1: turn over. Wouldn't start.
0: The headlights were working, though, and so when a gigantic black winged shape landed just off the road in front of his truck, he could see it really well. So here's how he described it. Okay, it was nine feet tall. It was a humanoid. It had blue fur. And it had glowing eyes and bat wings and a bat's head and wicked talons on its feet.
1: Wicked talons, yeah. bro.
0: So here's his direct quote from the newspaper. It was standing there staring at me like it was resting, like it didn't know what to think. I was scared. It raised the hair on me. I didn't just... It raised the hair on me. Like, all of it. Just, <laughs> it was a static beast. That's that, That's what they don't tell you about the bat squash. Well, it's it's like, part
1: of the electrical field. Though. Yeah. It disabled a, most of, but not all of his truck.
0: It's a Van generator. If you place your hand on bat squash, it makes your hair stand straight up. And then you can shock your friends. So uh, I didn't feel threatened. I just felt out of place. It's looking right at me, like in a deep stare, like right through me. It's standing perfectly still. It stood for how long? A few minutes, several minutes. Then its fingers twitched and its wings began to unfold. Those wings were as wide as the road. It turned its head and looked back at me and started flapping its wings. A few minutes later, the truck just started. I took off as fast as I could. So he's just trying to help. He's, I'm just going to use my electrical field to flap my wings and turn your car back on.
1: So it's it's a kid and a bat squatch looking under the hood of the truck. Neither <laughs> of which knows what they're looking at or what they're looking for. And they go, hmm, hmm, hmm. Mm.
0: You have ten millimeter socket.
1: <laughs> uh, what was it doing when it stopped?
0: Uh, it was driving.
1: Neither of them know what's it. To...
0: Hmm. Bat Squatch think fan belt out of place. <laughs> yeah, so that's what happened. Um, but uh, I th- I actually found a report, like a, a blog post, that had a screen cap of the, uh, the April 24th, 1994 Tacoma News Tribune, where this was covered. It was covered in the Tacoma paper. And it's just it has like that quote, and then just some other shit about like oh, some of his friends believe him, but some of them are making fun of him. Like, Gosh, God, gee, I wonder why. But uh, the best is right near the end. The columnist C.R. Roberts says this <clears throat> quote. But I believe Brian Canfield, and I believe that we daily face so many real things: fearful drugs, gangs, AIDS, violence, divorce poverty rwanda bosnia tuberculosis north korea and so on down the list that it's almost pleasant to consider a monster no one can explain
1: oh there's a flag on the field flag on the play what that's intentional grounding (laughs) why because what the fuck was that? Just uh, also, there's Bosnia.
0: Yeah, but no. Nineteen ninety four is a nightmare world of genocide, disease, and Clintons. So,
1: like, shit, that's right.
0: So, Destroying America. Uh, I believe in Bat Squatch because everything else is shit. I
1: guess you could just apply that to any cryptid, uh-huh. and Just and just alter the place where the genocide is this 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 mm-hmm. year.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, so, like, because of Coney 2012 and 2012, I believed in the Loch Ness Monster.
1: Because, yeah, it's good to have something wholesome and nice to believe in. Right. Like, a variation of Sasquatch that helps out with with uh, motorists' roadside <laughs> assistance. <laughs>
0: He's the triple-A
1: cryptid. Hmm, Squatch, only no two-stroke motor. This is too <laughs> big for Sasquatch. For bad, excuse me, Squatch. <laughs>
0: bat squatch like jet ski can fix jet ski
1: do do you you have lawnmower in back of truck me fix
0: <laughs> no I, I don't i don't actually don't have a lawnmower in the back of the truck Bat Squatch. i'm
1: confused with sasquatch because I am new on new in town
0: <laughs> well welcome
1: they new hip cryptid on block
0: yeah you're really cool I like your wings.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty great. Now, uh so how about how about my carburetor? Why you not have fuel injection is 1994.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I, I can't afford it. I just I'm an 18-year-old kid. I just bought this old truck. It was in perfect working order though.
1: You know no one believe you, right? You 18. <laughs> what? Why are you being
0: ageist, Bat Squatch?
1: <laughs> not ageist, only realist. <laughs>
0: That's what they all say, Basquatch.
1: <laughs> Grow up, you turd. <laughs> I don't know what. To do. <laughs> I'm go from there. <laughs> tell, tell your friends about me. Much cheaper than AAA, but less helpful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> me friendly, but free, limited mechanic, cryptid.
1: <laughs> then he's, he's like. Call me during logging season. Me fix chainsaw. He gets a, <laughs> he gives him a thumbs up. He gives him a thumbs up and just, like, blasts away like Iron Man straight up in with his wings.
0: Why you think me know two-stroke engine so well?
1: <laughs> also, me sharpen bar for you.
0: Me change chain and add bar and chain oil.
1: There you go, yeah. Sharpen it.
0: <laughs> sharpen the bar. What the fuck? You don't know shit about chainsaw. <laughs>
1: I know how, they, how, to, how to drive it, not how to fix it. The
0: bar isn't sharp.
1: <laughs> On mine it is, because it's way more boss. <laughs> it cuts everything in all directions all the time. It's
0: an omnisaw.
1: Omnisaw. And mine, yeah, uh, Bad Squatch tricked it out for me.
0: So you ran into him? Did, why didn't you tell me you ran into him? Because when we were at Mount St. Helens, I just assumed it happened one night. We were all asleep. He,
1: he said no till dawn. He make fun of chainsaw knowledge.
0: <laughs> I know about chainsaws a little bit. I got a chainsaw. I do
1: know how to drive them. I don't know how to do anything.
0: Yeah, I need to learn how to change the, the uh, chain on mine. I don't, I don't know how to do that. It's not working very well at the moment. I think the chain's finally gotten dull because I chopped down a bunch of trees with it.
1: Bitchin', did you put on your saw pants?
0: Yeah, I did. Saw pants. I put on my ear protection and my face mask.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, real straight lumberjack man. They go at it in the naked, nude, with their dick swinging around. If they chop their dick off, that's just the price of yeah. being manly.
1: Oh, you be? <laughs> no, you should wear all mm. of that stuff because they're loud and dangerous. Yes,
0: loud, dangerous. One time, I forgot to put my uh, ear protection on, and my ears were ringing for like three hours. It
1: sucks. Just lob them over the plate like that, though. I got to, I got to swing at it. Oh, that's funny. No, fun uh, it
0: took me a second to understand what you were saying, and I was like, "Wait, you cut down trees by swinging your chainsaw like a baseball bat?" <laughs> no, no, okay, you I just, got it. yeah,
1: okay. Yeah. You described all your safety gear in You're, the same sentence. You stuff. It's too easy. Okay, so back to 1994,
0: because there was one other sighting in 94, and it was a, it was a pilot slash liquor store owner. And his, oh, good. his good combo. His name was Butch Whitaker.
1: Please tell me he saw one in the air flying.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, you're right. He did flying around Mount Rainier. He saw a bat squash. Well, he saw a giant flying creature pace his plane for a while and then take off. Hmm. So apparently, there's
1: like flash pilot.
0: Yeah, it's this is like. It's like uh, the Kenneth Arnold story For people on mushrooms
1: That's the saucer dude right Yeah
0: but he was also around Mount Rainier in his own little personal plane
1: but Probably not a liquor store though.
0: No I don't think Kenneth Arnold Owned a liquor store I don't, I'm, I don't know
1: 40s you couldn't own Maybe. a liquor store back then
0: No nobody owned liquor <laughs> in the 40s Prohibition wasn't repealed until the 60s <laughs>
1: No good God fear an American man would own a liquor store in the no. 40s. Uh-uh. So, uh huh. So,
0: 1998. Now, somebody hits it with a vehicle.
1: <gasps> oh, Harry yeah. and the Hendersons. When did Harry and the Hendersons come out? Oh, earlier than 90s. Yeah,
0: it was earlier than 98. Uh, let me see.
1: Harry and the uh,
0: Hendersons. 82. With John Lithgow, 1987.
1: 87? Yeah,
0: I thought that was like 92.
1: Damn. Okay, yeah. I was way off on that one. So it, so it aired yep. on CBS <laughs> that night before. And our pal
0: Bat Squatch.
1: Bat Squatch.
0: He was just looking in somebody's window like a sad orphan. Like, ooh, me want me want meat family.
1: Probably on uh, me picking up roadkill.
0: T- ah! <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't a nice family car that hit him. It was a logging truck.
1: Oh shit, nothing yeah. survives get hit the logging truck. Oh no,
0: truck. he did because the logging truck rebounded and went off the road and Bat Squatch stood up and flew away. Now, according to the anonymous witness who reported
1: this Me not sharpen chainsaw now.
0: <laughs> no, to me crush your truck, me feel bad. <laughs> Call me when you fix when you back me fix
1: chainsaw then. What is Bat Squatch made up. He can get hit by a logging truck, and he can also fly.
0: Well, so this person said that when he stood up to his full height—oh, by the way, this one has purple eyes and a purple nose—and when he stood up to his full height, he was thirty feet tall. Thirty feet, huh? It's a thirty-foot Bat Squatch <laughs> with a forty-foot wingspan. Ow! So and most flying animals yeah.
1: are known for being. Really, really big and mm-hmm. for being physically robust.
0: I don't know how the physics of a 30-foot brick house <laughs> solid basquatch with
1: just 40-foot wings works. So was it the logging truck driver that reported this?
0: No, it was somebody who saw it happen.
1: Oh, so what happened to the logging truck guy?
0: Who knows? <laughs> it's not in the story.
1: So that little little piece of information is missing. Huh?
0: Right. So it's, it makes it that much more believable,
1: you know? Yes, I'm sexistly assuming it's a guy. Eh, it probably was a guy. It
0: was 1998.
1: Logging truck driver. Do the math here. Yeah. So uh, Marge, Marge driving, a, <laughs> driving the logging truck.
0: Oh, and it, there's another wrinkle to this one. So our 30-foot Batsquatch had two sets of hands. It had hands on its Bigfoot hands, right? It had regular arm hands. But then, it had hands on its wings, too. It's just so many limbs. Like a, like a gargoyle.
1: So what you're telling me is this alleged witness doesn't know much about biology and also doesn't know much about physics.
0: No. No, not at all.
1: So For sure it's bigger than a Black Hawk helicopter and <laughs> too many legs.
0: Oh man, now we got to make a movie called Bat Squatch Down
1: there's a bunch of army rangers rappelling out of a flying bigfoot.
0: <laughs> maybe maybe that's what the zeppelin that uh barf team travels around in
1: is called, the bat squash. Piloted by Jeremy Piven. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Well, how would you fly it? Would you are they in its head like a like a mecha or are they just riding on the back of it?
0: I don't know. And are the wings like For harnessing Bernoulli's force or whatever? Or or is it like an ornithopter from Dune and it actually flaps? Huh. I don't know.
1: Maybe maybe this massive, maybe Ultra, we'll call him Ultra Squatch. Because he's like Ultraman, but... (laughs) Ultra Squatch. Maybe he's somehow lighter than air.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, he's got helium in his bones.
1: He's full of of some kind of lighter than air gas.
0: Hydrogen, so don't get him near a match.
1: Just would explode violently.
0: <laughs> this just in: Bat Squatch docked off the coast of New Jersey. Went down <laughs> in flames, killing 126 people.
1: Docking with the the Squatch Tower now.
0: <laughs> oh, it's terrible! It's terrible! It was a Nazi Bat Squatch. Came all the way over from Germany.
1: Oh my! Oh the! Oh my God! The smell!
0: Oh, the humanity of it! <laughs>
1: So uh, good luck on your on your your voice, I didn't uh, I didn't do the. the I, just, I, I
0: just I put just put my hand over my mouth.
1: That was just covering his with his It quite good.
0: Sounds like an old radio broadcast, huh?
1: It's too much fun.
0: So uh they it had a fallow period though. It, it laid. It, Batsquatch was not seen again for eleven years. So in, in two thousand nine,
1: well, somebody exploded long before then. But no. He's breathing, but he he's was breathing oxygen. Was his oxygenating that hydrogen?
0: And then he so just
1: does burn up. He will blow the fuck up.
0: But then what? What happened in two thousand nine? Because somebody saw a bat squatch. Except at first, this is near Mount Shasta, by the way. So it's just like if there's a mountain in that general area, it has I'll a squatch.
1: How tall was this one? Uh,
0: this one was normal, like a nine ten foot one. But at first, they thought it was just a giant pterodactyl. But then they changed their story and said it was a giant bat squatch. And that's all I could find about that. One.
1: First of all, I thought it was a giant extinct reptile. Then but I thought it was
0: uh, a a fanciful fucking nightmare creature that defies all the laws of evolution on planet Earth.
1: Yeah, but then I found out about this crazy cryptozoological chimera that has been seen before, mm-hmm. and I just adapted it to be that.
0: Yeah, so, uh, so the story goes that some kids saw it, and I thought for a second, like, maybe he just, like... Wanted to tell a fun story, so he just added wings to his Sasquatch in his brain. But <laughs> then I saw it, and it was totally not a pterodactyl, except that it was at first, but then it wasn't.
1: Except the one I saw, instead of like a regular Bigfoot nose, it had a big, like trunk nose.
0: Yeah, so it was a it was a elephant bat squatch, and it, yes, was, it but was it
1: was a watch
0: it, but it did have the blue fur. It definitely, I definitely agree with the <laughs> one kid. It had blue fur.
1: Super common in mammals. Uh-huh. Blue. Yeah, blue. Color shows up in mammals a lot.
0: Very common, naturally occurring color in, in uh, the order of Mammalia. Yeah. Yeah. Nature in
1: general, there's blue everywhere, yeah, but specifically lots of, mammals. Yeah, not, of,
0: there are not a lot of blue reptiles and amphibians. Ton of blue mammals.
1: Lots of blue mammals. Yeah, all just
0: everywhere. Uh, okay. <laughs> So uh, one of the articles I found suggested an origin story for Bat Squatch, and they said that it was uh, it was probably just trapped in and I quote some preservative substance inside Mount St Helens until it was freed oh, okay. during the 1980 eruption. Cause,
1: like, fuck Xenoman. man, that's how that
0: works. Yeah, like life is a <laughs> life is a kaiju movie. That's how. <laughs> Yeah, it's just.
1: Mountains yeah, it blow up and cool shit comes out alive it, and fine.
0: It was just trapped in volcanic amber. Or it, may, it was all it was trapped in obsidian. And then the mountain blew up and it was like, ooh, ooh, 10,000 years will give Bat Squat such a crick in his neck.
1: Ooh, me also see Rodan. And no story of frozen in a volcano.
0: <laughs> Good thing me only one of species. There are no others to leave bones behind in paleontological record to make people anticipate my return.
1: They <laughs> also tell you fun fact in Japan they call radon, but they change it for English speaking audience.
0: They don't want people to be scared of radi-
1: radioactive gas. <laughs> oh no, Rodin is in my basement. <laughs>
0: Hey, how, honey, how come Godzilla is fighting an impressionist painter?
1: Wait, no, no he's a sculptor. That's just, that's just the radioactive gas that came out of a volcano. How
0: come? How come? How come? come Godzilla is fighting the guy that made the Thinker? I don't it's understand.
1: A, it's a really bizarre, really long Japanese PSA for eating a radon detector. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's kind of counter counterintuitive, though, because Godzilla breathes radiation to defeat. The radon. Huh.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, I guess his his fire, his atomic fire breath wouldn't work very well against the also yeah. radioactive I mean, it
0: can't be that bad. It's, depending on the kind of meter you have, it might just only top out at like five millisieverts per hour.
1: Dude, Don, what I'm hearing is that you need to get... Do you have a radon detector in your basement? Yes. I think it needs a little sticker on it of Rodan. <laughs> and it'll be only funny to you.
0: I'm going to do that now. And Julie will be like, what the, what is this? Why
1: is there a, a Japanese suit pterodactyl on a radon detector?
0: Well, you see, because in Japan, it was originally called Rodan, but uh, uh, radon, but then they changed it to Rodan for the English-speaking market. Uh, and, oh, oh, uh, sh- okay, yes, I guess. Uh, I guess you could have a divorce if you want, because this is a no-contest <laughs> state. So, sorry, uh, good luck.
1: Well, I'm keeping my Rodan detector. <laughs>
0: You can have it. You can keep the house, but I'm keeping the sticker. And now you'll never know if Rodin is coming to attack.
1: Well, I tried on Amazon to get a device that would try to, you know, warn me of prehistoric enormous pterodactyl attack. And this is the closest I could get.
0: I, I actually have a radon uh, mitigation device. We had it uh, had it installed when we bought the house because this area yeah, of Indiana one. has one of the some of the highest radon content in the country. So uh, it's just like a fan that runs through a PVC pipe in the basement and then it exhausts way out. They just built it up to the second store and exhausts way out. Because uh, So actually, if, if, if Rodan did come to attack my house, he'd be fucked.
1: You'd get dosed with some radon. No, he'd just, just get
0: blown think. away by the, by the Rodan mitigation device. You get sucked
1: into a tube.
0: And then blown out into the yard. <laughs> Where my dogs would probably bark at him until he got annoyed and left. <laughs> so, uh, last thing I want to say: uh, there is an IPA named the Bat Squatch IPA.
1: I saw that. That was in the one of the images. It's
0: from Rogue River Brewery like in Oregon. IPAs. So, I uh, do you like IPAs? I do not like IPAs. Yeah, I was going to say you should get some, but I guess we don't like IPAs. Get some anyway, and just keep the can. Like, that's a can to have.
1: I suppose somebody else could drink it, and then yeah. I can keep the can.
0: Yeah, I have, I don't drink at all, and I have a can of Billy Beer.
1: <laughs> Do you? Oh, fuck Do yeah. I got it, I got it at,
0: no, I got it at an antique store for a buck.
1: A dollar? I'd buy Billy Beer she, yeah. for a buck.
0: I was there with my friend Louise, and apparently they, they explained why they were selling all these old beer cans. When they bought the place, there were just trash cans upon trash cans full of old empty beer cans. And so they just wanted to get rid of them, and they were selling them for a buck a piece. And she got one that looked like fucking they live beer. It was just a white can that said beer in capital oh, block
1: letters. Oh, that's super bad. That yeah. sounds great.
0: Yeah. So she got that for a buck, and I have my can of Billy beer.
1: It's beer. <laughs> beer.
0: <laughs> hey, you don't really need to advertise beer to a certain to a certain demographic. They don't care about the specifics.
1: I would make awesome prop beer. Yeah, it would.
0: You could make beer. that prop beer though. That'd be easy. Just, yeah. Spray paint it and. <laughs> well, I'd shiny probably just white.
1: peel wool off whatever is on there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Buy like some kind of decal. Uh,
0: okay, so I have a real animal for you. Okay. It's not a bat because I, I talked about. I think I talked about a flying fox at some point. Yes, we show. have talked yeah.
1: about we talked about bats a lot. Yeah.
0: So I don't want to I don't want to do bats. Instead, I'm going to take the other tactic. I'm going to do a primate, and I would like to talk about the Western Lowland Gorilla.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: the uh, subspecies. Uh, well, it's trinomial nomenclature is the Gorilla Gorilla Gorilla.
1: <laughs> really? Yes. Because they're like, well, Gorilla Gorilla is taken.
0: Yeah, it's one of the other. Well, it's it's genus species is Gorilla Gorilla.
1: And, and so it's—is it the nominate subspecies? It is.
0: It's the nominate subspecies <laughs> of the western gorilla. The western lowland gorilla is the gorilla gorilla gorilla.
1: Oh, is there an eastern lowland gorilla?
0: Uh, no, there are eastern gorillas. Well, okay. Gor- uh, I looked. These are the, actually the smallest ones. They only—they're only like four to five feet in height. Um, but the upside of being a western lowland gorilla is that you are the most uh, among the most numerous species of gorilla, there are estimated about 100,000 individuals in the wild of the gorilla, gorilla, gorilla.
1: That's so great. So some naturalist at some point. Alright, so these are littler gorillas. They're different enough from our species gorilla, mm-hmm. but not that different. So we're going to call them a subspecies. We need the extra name. Gorilla, Gorilla. And the intern goes, oh, Gorilla. <laughs> uh, Researchers okay. look nods and goes, All three of them are gorilla, huh? All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, let's see. Dick.
0: There is Gorilla, Gorilla, Gorilla. And then... Then the other subspecies is the Gorilla, Gorilla, Deli.
1: Oh, some pompous turd put his name on that one.
0: the Cross River Gorilla. But then there's the Eastern Gorilla, and they're... So, Gorilla, 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 even though it's 100,000 individuals, is still uh, uh, considered critically endangered. But then when you look at the Eastern Gorillas, the Eastern Gorillas total between the two subspecies have like 4,000 total. Wow, that's tiny. Yeah, it's tiny. And those are Grower's Gorilla... Uh, or the eastern lowland gorilla, gorilla uh, gorilla beringei and then the mountain gorilla is gorilla beringei beringei, huh. Which isn't as cool as gorilla gorilla gorilla.
1: That's pretty great.
0: Now uh,
1: <laughs> I'm out of ideas. Just add another gorilla.
0: Western lowland gorillas uh, are some of the more common ones in zoos, and most of the famous gorillas that you know about were. Western gorillas, or either western gorillas or western lowland gorillas. So Harambe was a western gorilla. Huh. Coco. Mm-hmm. Coco was a western lowland gorilla. And, uh, Coco always has a special place in my heart because she had a kitten, and one yes. time one time she had Robin Williams take his shirt off so she could pinch his nipples. <laughs> even though uh, they're is a pretty strong vein of criticism that she could not actually sign in any meaningful way. She couldn't use language. She was either conditioned and didn't understand what she was citing or she, it was a, like the clever Hans effect where the handlers yeah. were giving her subconscious cues, but I, I don't reading know. You, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I don't know. It's I, it, as far as I can tell, it's still up in the air, whether or not she actually understood what she was doing, but rep- uh,
1: you know. replicated with other gorillas.
0: No, never has,
1: that I know of. It's, done, it's been done multiple times with chimps. And uh, they,
0: also, they, they also taught at least one orangutan. I, can't, I don't think the orangutan signed. No, it did. Hold on. i got to look this one up now that I think about it. Signing. They taught them to use iPads, haven't they? Yeah, they've taught orangutans to use communicate via touchscreen. Um, Tech, the orangutan who knew sign language. Uh he's not the one I am thinking of because there was one who was a female and she had babies and taught her babies to sign like they yeah,
1: right that did that I thought that was an orangutan. Oh, I guess one was one of the chimps.
0: But like that—that that is a sure sign that they understand what they're doing, right? When they can teach it yeah. to someone else and then they communicate that way, then there's, it's not operant conditioning or clever Hans. But
1: yeah, there's no human involved. So yeah,
0: Coco, Coco never did that, so she might not have really been a signing gorilla, but she still had a pet kitten and was obsessed with nipples. So there you go, uh, Western lowland gorilla.
1: So there's four species of gorilla.
0: Four subspecies, two species.
1: Species for subspecies. Mm -hmm. Okay, That's way more gorillas than I only knew there were two. I thought there was mountain and lowland. Yep. I hadn't investigated very far into gorillas.
0: Yep, you've got western and eastern. Those are the two species distinctions. And the western gorilla is the type species for gorillas, which is why it's gorilla gorilla. And then western lowland gorilla is the nominative subspecies.
1: times, subspecies still baffle me in that... What is the criteria for this is different enough, right? To warrant, to warrant a subspecies, but not different enough to be its own species.
0: It could just be geographical separation, right? Because that that helps determine taxonomy sometimes. Like, look at mm-hmm. a like it's easy when you look at a dog versus a wolf. That's a that's a really easy subspecies distinction.
1: Yeah, but yet dogs are once are one species.
0: Yeah, but there are thirty Crazy. other different subspecies of wolves. And they're all, they can all interbreed, and they're separated by certain physical characteristics and geography.
1: Yeah, because the gray, the gray wolf is the gray wolf is the gray wolf, except when it's not.
0: Right, except when it's all of these <laughs> other subs, subspecies of wolves.
1: Well, I just, I just told you before that I just picked up another subspecies of gopher snake.
0: Mm-hmm. Now you have four of the six. I
1: have four of the six. And some of them are wildly different in color and pattern. Some of them are not. Mm-hmm. They're Structurally, they're the same. We actually—they only really differ in the only one that's physically different. You can actually look at it and tell outwardly what that it's different is the bull snake. It's a subspecies of the gopher snake, mm-hmm. and that one just has one scale that pokes out <laughs> that makes it look slightly different.
0: I uh, I wrote and uh, started uh, using just last week a new program at work about taxonomy. Oh, right and uh, and so I the the question I started posing to people I, I was like okay so look at say a tiger shark and a great white we know they're different species we know they are but describe to me why they're different species and they're so
1: they different th- yeah too.
0: they are but like so they're- but I wanted to make it very clear to them before I asked them more uh, you know more uh, uh, a a more difficult question and they would say oh yeah tiger shark has stripes and it's much smaller and they live in different places and yeah these are all different distinctions that you can tell you're describing physical characteristics that's how we know they're different species but now imagine it's twenty thousand years in the future human civilization has died off and you're an alien anthropologist you come here to dig through our ruins and you find the bones of a gray wolf and the bones of a chihuahua what are you going to say about those two creatures and they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, we're going to say they're different species. Yeah, but they're totally fucking not.
1: <laughs> in, yeah, they're all they're almost, and that's so baffling. They're almost yeah, the same. Like, in
0: theory, a gray wolf could have fertile offspring with a chihuahua. Yeah. Like, and, and you could find any number of breeds of dog, and just going by phenotype, assume that these are all completely different species. And so I bet, I bet determination of these subspecies also has something to do with genetics. Like, they've done a genetic and cladistic analysis on them.
1: Yeah, it's a problem when you start looking at genetic analysis of stuff. Mm-hmm. Things that realize that things are way more split and differently than they could be. Kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. I mean, my, my whole reference, more, mostly for cladistics and morphology versus genetics, is it's all snake related because that's what I know. Mm-hmm. And the more that they're looking at it, the more they're like, "Oh shit!" Well, all these things that we've split and split and split are way more closely related than we think they are,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or than thought they were. Yep, and other things that we thought were so similar because they look similar are genetically way more different than we thought they were, and I assume that's across the board.
0: Yeah, I think across so. So, hey, we're, but, we're,
1: we're what I like to real quick, just what I like okay. to use is I say cars. Like, if you had, if you a human right now had zero classification for automobiles, and you had to suddenly decide how to group them, like, how would you do it? Mm and then after you figure that out that like oh shit we can open the hood yeah like years after you've categorized them all somebody figures out how to pop the hood and you're like oh shit there's a whole bunch of other stuff in here oh yeah that we used to categorize these things what do we do now
0: and then then you uh then you just like tear it down to the body and you find out that oh so we categorize these as pickup trucks and SUVs and sedans but, but, the, ch- but the chassis, yeah. So the SUV and the stand have the same chassis as this light pickup truck. That's insane. And then
1: you're you're in a, a violent a violent internet argument with the people who want to classify them all as Fords. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that's stupid. Why would we call? It, why would we categorize them as Fords when this Ford Festiva looks nothing like a <laughs> it looks nothing for, like a pickup truck? You fucking <laughs> you fucking car lumpers. Car lumpers, yeah.
0: <laughs> Come, come join us in the car splitting team.
1: So that's... Or like, then you're like, oh shit, where do, where do motorcycles go? Are they...
0: <laughs> Are
1: they even related? Related? Like, I mean, clearly the common thread here is the wheel.
0: And then they find, like, a tucker and they're like, oh, an evolutionary dead end.
1: <laughs> yeah. The unicycle? They're like, fuck this. <laughs> this is dumb. No, it
0: has a niche. Yeah, it it it, uh, it, it evolved to fit the hipster niche and it
1: you thrives. Know. Very well. Devolved for, for turds to ride <laughs> two blocks to the where they work.
0: So we're at about fifty minutes. I think it's time to call right. it. Um,
1: I love I love talking cladistics yeah. and taxonomy.
0: So because uh, the
1: more the more I it's one of the, the more I read about it, the more confusing it gets.
0: Yep, and it's also like really boring.
1: <laughs> I mean, like we like it. Yeah, <laughs> like and that no one wants to listen to it It's, so it's yeah, tough right. to
0: make exciting, which is why in the program I wrote I do stuff like, I don't say gorilla, gorilla, gorilla But when we're talking about, like, oh, roots And they give them all Latin-sounding or Greek-sounding names uh, Let's look at the, uh, the Eurasian brown bear Which is called Ursus Arctis Arctis Which is Latin and Greek for bear, bear, bear <laughs>
1: Just, well, what's bear in this one? Okay, what's bear in the other one?
0: Arctis, <laughs> okay, use that one a second time, too okay this is the bear 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 but my other favorite thing is dinosaur naming because uh they just literally describe what a fucker looks like and then translate it into greek
1: yeah it just means knob head
0: yeah uh so this one has three horns on its face hey jerry why don't we call it three horn face yeah but that'll sound dumb to lay people so make it greek all right try ceratops oh great perfect
1: greek for tall guy (laughs) or weird tail uh, sounds boss yeah. let 's call it that it's
0: pretty much that uh, he 's got a big uh, hard plate in his head. let 's call it a uh, thick, thick head lizard all right like cool the,
1: the German language approach <laughs> to <laughs> naming things Just
0: combine nouns and adjectives yeah.
1: just stick all the descriptors together yep. that 's what it's called that's,
0: and that's the dinosaur so any any final words not really okay, well, Blake yes, Don I love you
1: I love you too, Don. welcome back. Thanks.
0: I'm, I'm trying a new. I'm trying a new ending here.
1: So caught me off guard. Yeah, that was. That's. You could talk. I right do
0: All right. All right. So bye everybody. Bye. Bye. So and and so yeah, just tell your friends to listen to this show because forty.
1: Listeners. What? Wow. Huh? We have forty people downloading this. Well,
0: it, we average between thirty and forty. So tell your friends because not enough people know about the bat squatch, and, and not enough people know that there are, there are, there's more than one person out there who believes that this thing actually exists. So have them listen to this and our other episodes and our future episodes because we're back, baby. We're back. Thanks. Bye.